are the funniest people I know. These are the funniest people I know. Said improv riffing, callers and sketches, characters and interviews, and there's some more sketches. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest people I know. Hello, world. Welcome to The Funniest People I Know. I'm George Kaloris, and here with me today are my very funny co-hosts, Alexandria Sweat. Hi, George. And Abigail Williams. Great to see you all. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Once again, we are kicking off the episode with a round of What's Making You Laugh. Each of us will tease a story, and then we'll pick one to dive into. Alex, you go first. What's making you laugh? What's making me laugh this week is a group of wives in my hometown of Louisville decided to come up with a YouTube Wives of Louisville. (laughs) That sounds great. Okay. What was (laughs) making me laugh this week until recently were the women who dressed like grannies to get their COVID shots and got in trouble. But we will not be discussing that. Instead, my teaser for the week is accidental dick pic goes viral. Whoa. All right. Abigail, what do you have for us? Okay. Last time I'm going to throw this card down. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Say it with me. Anal swab. This is the last time I'll bring it up. If you don't vote for me, that's fine. But I had to bring it up one more time. I think I have to see what the story is. Yeah, I agree, George. What's the story? All right, anal swabs. Okay, thank you. article title comes directly to you from Forbes.com. I read this to you today as a quote. Anal swab COVID test won't make you waddle like a, quote, penguin, unquote, (laughs) China says. (laughs) Chinese officials reassured members of the public Monday, this was February 1, you know, I've been pitching this for a while. They reassured members of the public The newly introduced anal swab coronavirus test will not make them waddle like penguins after a video purportedly showing people struggling to watch after using them went viral online. Now, the key facts here, according to Robert Hart, who says, and I quote, I cover breaking news, said that authorities said a video of people waddling out of a hospital just does not show people who have been subjected to the anal swab test. This is fake and doctored, and the test does not cause any discomfort, the official said, and has only been used on hospitalized COVID-19 patients with diarrhea, just so you know. But here's one thing you do need to know. The new tests do involve, I'm just going to read it directly, inserting a cotton-tipped swab about one to two inches into the rectum, and the Chinese authorities say it can detect the virus more accurately. Try doing that in the CVS drive-thru. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was thinking, George. A lot of people were freaking out for obvious reasons. What's going on? Is this going to be a new norm? The Chinese officials are saying, please calm down. It's only for very high-risk people. And the great news, as we know, is that it will not make you waddle like a penguin if you do. Thank God, because that's the worst part of what could have possibly happened. Definitely the worst part. (laughs) I just have to say, that is not where I thought anal swabs was going to go. (laughs) I really need to put that out there. I'm mildly relieved that it's more like some sort of medical story 
I'm, I'm with you. I honest. thought it was a fetish, too. I'm going to be <laughs> honest. Bathroom humor is not my favorite. I don't really enjoy it. But when I read about this from Forbes.com and our very own Robert Hart, who's covering this breaking news, I just felt that it needed a mention, just a mention. Because I'm imagining the fear that these people have of waddling like a penguin. How long is this side effect going to last? <laughs> I wonder why they determined it's a penguin waddle. There's different levels of waddle. You have pregnant woman waddle. You have limp waddle. I guess penguin waddle. What made them say, no, nah, that's a penguin waddle? What, is it what the penguin waddle mean? when you have your pants down around your ankles but you're trying to walk? Is yeah. that what they're talking about? Yeah. So that's you think that's what they mean? They were afraid that they're going to have to put the Q-tip in their butt and then walk across the room and with their pants down? And then they're that I'm going to have to walk like, no, I think they're it's afraid. It's an obstacle course? This is going to be so <laughs> painful that I'm not going to be able to walk like a human being for hours afterwards. Oh, oh. And that's why they're assuring you it's not. What okay. they should be worried about is the COVID that causes explosive diarrhea. That, my friends, possibly worse, the guys. concern. <laughs> yeah. I'm not laughing at that. <laughs> people, just to clarify, I'm <laughs> laughing at the image that just horrifically got in my head. I'm fired. I'm people sure fired. would have taken this a lot more seriously if it caused spontaneous explosive diarrhea. Yeah. There was a video that went viral. This is the ultimate fake news. People waddling <laughs> around like penguins, like, I just got my anal swab, man. It was terrible. You better watch out. Who's against the anal swabs? big covid test that was like we got to take these down and they produce like somebody has to pay for that you have to hire a cameraman and some actors there's effort that goes into (laughs) making a fake news video i think we need to save that question for later (laughs) what kind of filmmaker would do this (laughs) so that's my topic thank you guys very much i appreciate you picking it i will come up with something cleaner next week no you know go dirty well, you know, Alex, it's funny. Speaking of dirty and clean, we are actually going to play a game <laughs> next. This game is called Dirty or Clean. I'm going to name a word, and you guys have to decide in the moment if the word is dirty or clean. I think this game is going to give us some insight into the state of you guys' moral compasses. So play truthfully, play with strength and honor, and let's begin. (laughs) Okay. No cheating, Alex. No cheating. Put that thesaurus away. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Yoke. Dirty. Clean. Smear. Dirty. Dirty. Squirt. Definitely Dirty. dirty. Chunky. Dirty. Clean. Gurgle. Dirty. <laughs> Moist. Dirty. Dirty. Orifice. I can't even hardly stand to say that word. Like the dirtiest <laughs> word you've ever said. <laughs> I'm ashamed. I don't like it. <laughs> okay, two more. Secrete. Ew. Dirty. Dirty. Slurp. Oh, oh, filthy. Clean? You never had a frozen Coke icy? <laughs> I've slurped otherwise since. Okay, all right. That's not... uh... Alex, what did you say your answer was? (laughs) Yes. Alex's answer is yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, that wraps up our game. I enjoyed it. Quick and easy. Was that clean or dirty? We'll never know. That was definitely dirty. (laughs) 
I've told you before that you're the therapist of the group. I think it's because you really see the world for how it is and you don't fall for the nonsense. And you're not afraid to call folks out when they're acting foolish. Mm-hmm. With this in mind, we have created our newest segment, Alex Calls Bullshit. Oh, yes. Thank you. Okay. I said it as though I didn't know about this. So. <laughs> yes. Yes, about You're so, like, I'm so surprised. To be fair, I try to be nice. I try to be polite. There are some things I do feel that you just have to call a spade a spade. And I feel like for the last week and a half, what that has been for me is all the news coming out of Texas about the snowstorm. First of all, I just want to send a whole bunch of love, lots of humor, laughs, anywhere they can get it. For the people in Texas dealing with all this snow, they're still dealing with all the ramifications. And it's too much. I just want to call BS first on Mr. Cruz, Mr. Ed (laughs) Munster. That's who he looks like to me now with that beard if that's what he wants to call it thing going on. Um, (laughs) I think that's what they call it. (laughs) This trip he took, the text messages that leaked where his wife Heidi was definitely saying they were planning this bad boy. This trip was in the works, honey. He was not trying to miss his trip or what they had to do to get their entertainment in with him and his friends. He tried to throw his daughters under the bus. totally threw those girls under the bus. Look, I didn't even know about a trip. My daughter said they wanted to go. Like, no, sir. Left a dog in the window for paparazzi to see. And then you want to call people weird because you leaving dogs in the window going to Cancun, Mexico. No. How did you even get out the city? (laughs) 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 Who gave you the clearance? Ain't the airports frozen? Come on now. I don't understand priorities, people. Get your priorities together. I want to call BS for for the people of Texas, for the ones that aren't heard, because everybody's listening to this and everybody's going to hear me go off and represent the Texans. <laughs> I understand states in the South struggling with cold weather because they're not used to it. Mm-hmm. However, within the last five years, we have seen more non-traditional weather conditions. And at this point, Texas is big and bad as y'all talk about being, and as much as y'all say y'all can hold it down for yourselves, I am just flabbergasted at the fact that you were stumped by this and were not able to help out your citizens. And those bills, those, those bills, utility bills, those bills are crazy. Bills. My Mima, yes, I said it, was yes. like, hey, I saw on Facebook that they had $16,000 of an energy bill of the week. And I'm like, that did not happen. You're reading fake news again. You got to get off of that. And then my dad later is like, listen to this. <laughs> I had to go apologize yeah, to Yeah, you owe me a apology. I did. I apologize. Yeah. I said, I'm sorry. Nima was right, bro. Nima was right. <laughs> I call bullshit. It doesn't make any sense. I really wish I could give something better to the people of Texas. I really wish I could... Send all the care packages. I wish I could be an AOC in my own right. Shout out to AOC for gathering $3 million. <laughs> Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she deserves her whole name spoken. Ted Cruz, not just him, but I don't like his face and he makes me really mad. That's fair, but he's a senator. He's not going to be shoveling snow. He got a lot of flack and I know it's bad optics, but he's not there to help out. So what did people expect? That's what sucks. That's also bullshit. George. He's not Cory Booker. He's not. <laughs> That's the problem, okay? What would Cory do? Shovel some snow. Oh, yeah, Cory would be shoveling snow and making chicken noodle soup and has coats in his closet ready to give out. That guy is prepared. 
They said there was a photo op of Ted Cruz handing out waters to people. No, no, sir. It's too late. You <laughs> went on your trip and then you try to come back. You might as well stay. Yeah, enjoy your trip. The people. Yeah, you I think at that point anyway. I would have been like, everybody hates me for sure now, even though I think they hated me before this. And I think I'm just going to stay here. Might as well have a margarita. Ride out my vacay and then I'll just go back and deal with it later. <laughs> Can he even sense the hate? Do you think he feels it? Maybe he doesn't care. He Clearly thrives he off doesn't of it. Care. I think he does. That's how you leave your precious snowflake. That, did you see that little doggy? That doggy was too cute. In that window all alone. That's how you know you're thriving off of hate and evil. <laughs> you can leave that little precious dog trying to say he had a dog sitter. Well, why wasn't the dog sitter in the window, Mr. Cruz? <laughs> it's all bull****. That's it, guys. That's my rant for this week. Thank you for okay. listening. I could not agree more. Thank you, Alex. Our guest today is a very funny comedian, actor, writer, producer, director, and friend of ours. He's absolutely hilarious, both when he's performing and when he's just hanging out. He's the funniest Australian I know, Alex Parkinson. How's it going, Alex? That is quite an honor. I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm glad the sun's out. I'm less grumpy. Yeah, it was beautiful today. Yeah, yeah, I just barbecued a steak. (laughs) Look at you, fancy man. Yeah, felt really good. And by that I meant I grilled a steak on a grill, <laughs> but I just thought I'd give you a little Australianism there. It meant mm. a lot to me. All no. I wanted to ask about was shrimp after you said that. <laughs> <laughs> That's racist. No, it isn't. That's Jim Carrey. <laughs> Put another shrimp on the Bobby. Pretty good, right, Alex? This is a fun platform now that you guys are all on Zoom. It's going well, though. We figured it out eventually. Yeah. I we thought it was going to be for a couple of weeks. Didn't we all? Didn't we <laughs> yeah. All? <laughs> We are nearing the one-year anniversary. Paniversary. Is that what we're calling it? Is that a hashtag right now? I have to give things silly names to get through. So, yeah, we can call Alexandria, it Alexandria, we should coin that right here, right now. Paniversary. What's the one-year gift for marriage? It's paper. What is it for a pandemic? Marriage. A mask. <laughs> what was yours, George? Vaccine. I think a vaccine should oh, be a one-year yeah. gift. It's pretty yeah, solid. Yeah. Pretty solid. Yeah, and, it's, it's you know, right solid. on time, really. Right. You can't have any anniversary parties, I guess. That would still be inappropriate, right? Oh, yeah. They all have to be virtual. Okay. But then next year, can we have just big anniversary parties? It depends <laughs> if it's a anniversary or not. Yeah, exactly. It'll be not, the two-year anniversary. If you have a blowout party, it's not a anniversary. <laughs> I really hope not. Well, I'm glad we brought Alex on to discuss anniversaries. <laughs> Me too. Alex, you've been doing a lot of creating even during this pandemic. Is that correct? Uh, I think that's generous. <laughs> I try. We were all a bit bored last year, so I, I tried to do a few things. What are some of the things that you worked on last year during this pandemic? There were a few solo in-your-own-house projects that I did, just me and my camera around my house and trying desperately to get my wife to just feature on camera for a second just to help me out. But the best Mm. I got from her was yelling out from another room. Off stage remote. Yeah, so I recruited my robot vacuum for one sketch. That was pretty good. They did a nice job. And then I built a fort for another one. And then I want to say as things loosened up or got better, which they didn't, as we just got a little bit more stupid. Mm. and uh, actually started (laughs) seeing people in person. 
we managed to film a couple of bigger productions, one of which was called Divorce Story, which I am very proud of. That one's great. Uh, I love that one. Thank mm. you. Thank you. Uh, it's not your typical sketch. It starts out at 11. <laughs> I was trying to emulate the big fight scene in Marriage Story. Yes. Because um, yeah. I wanted to be Adam Driver. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't? Exactly. I also want to be Adam Driver. Exactly. Thanks. But I couldn't cry like he does, which really disappointed me. Who but. can? When he starts crying, my lip starts quivering, and I don't know why. It's like that weird side-twitched corner of your mouth, and you're like, what's happening to me? How has Divorce Story been received? It's got a very specific point of view that I don't know if everybody appreciates. It's kind of 50-50. Some parents really like it, and then others are just a bit like, oh, that's really mean, and can't <laughs> get past the meanness of it. I am not a parent, so I was perfectly okay having parents divorce their child. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we should explain the premise. Can you just give the short synopsis really quickly for people who haven't seen it? The couple start out arguing, and it very quickly transpires that they're arguing over who should have custody of their child in their divorce, and they are arguing for the other to have it, not themselves. And, <laughs> and Oh, my gosh. And saying things like, I'm always stepping on Lego, and the child's always interrupting me with questions, blah, blah, blah. I don't want them to ruin my weekend, that type of stuff. <laughs> They eventually sort of don't get anywhere with this argument and decide to bring in a lawyer, and that's a bit of a misdirect because you think that they're going to pursue divorcing each other with a lawyer, but in fact they're bringing in a lawyer to together divorce their child. (laughs) In the end, they actually stay together without the child. Yes. As a very happy childless person, it brings me great joy. I thought it was really, really funny. As a happy mother, I also still think it's hilarious. Right. I'm not going to go divorce my child, but it's a hilarious concept. I think it depends how good a person you are, really, and clearly you guys like me are not good people. (laughs) Nice to have you on board. That's fair. Alex, you also had another short ring-fingered that won a couple of awards last year, right? That was shot and released before the pandemic, but it did its little festival run in the pandemic festivals. Nice, won a couple of awards at the local Atlanta comedy festivals. I was very happy with that. That's really awesome. I watched it earlier today, and I'm still cringe, even though I've seen it a few times. Great. At one point, your finger gets broken, and I've been dying to ask you, How did you do that? I have not been able to figure out how you did the special effects of that finger gag. It was actually easier than I thought it would be. He just broke his own finger. (laughs) Yeah, and called it a (laughs) real method. (laughs) Wrenched it back. It's a foam finger. Shane Morton at Silver Scream Effects Labs very kindly gave me a foam finger and painted it similar color to mine. And then it's just about camera angles getting the right angle so that I was hiding my actual finger and sticking the foam on it. Well done. It creeps me out every time. Mm. Good. Good. Thank you. We have a clip today from your film Sidebar. Do you want to set that up for us? Yeah. This was originally written by Eric Castaneda, a great partner of mine. We filmed this two weeks before the pandemic starts. So this was an editing project in the pandemic, which is perfect because that you can do at home. Eric originally wrote this years and years ago before I even knew him, and then we brought it back for a staged sketch show 
at Lionheart Theatre in Norcross, and it was really, really fun. It's a really fun premise, and it was fun to do live, and so we together rewrote it for the screen and filmed it at Lenshead Studios in Sandy Springs with Brandon Peterson DPing. And Jared Nisi edited it for us and did a great job with some visual effects in post-production too. It's been likened regularly to... Christopher Nolan's Inception because it's just like a sidebar that just goes deeper and deeper and deeper. That sounds amazing yeah. and terrifying <laughs> at the same yeah. time. Definitely made me think yeah. of Inception. <laughs> We're going to play a clip from Sidebar. I have gone so deep into a sidebar that I'm in a solo sidebar and I get lost down there and the rest of my team in the meeting has to come and find me and eventually Eric finds me in my solo sidebar. Walter? It's all you from here. Don't talk to Harry. I got this. Walter! Eli! I tried to get out of the sidebar, but it didn't work. Jackie broke the chain. Of course she did. How did you find me? I thought about your wife. Walter! But like, as you though, so it's fine. Harry? Walter, ignore him. We have to get back. Are we wearing the same shirt? Same shirt. Walter. That's the most exciting thing that can happen in the office. Grace blue, who knew? I could drink coffee in the morning and tea in the afternoon. I know, Harry. I do it too. Walter, we have to get back now. I'm not leaving. What? This place, it it feels like not work. And that's exactly what I'm looking for at work. If you get in a conversation with him, you'll be stuck in a perpetual sidebar. You can never come back. I never want to. Tell Joy that if she doesn't want her tuner to be thrown out, she should leave a note. That makes sense. And sidebar. (laughs) That is so weird. It's just... As tumultuous as the movie. (laughs) (laughs) That clip has one of my favorite lines that I've ever read, which Eric wrote, which is, this place, it feels like not work, which is exactly what I'm looking for at work. (laughs) And I can't tell you how much that resonates (laughs) with me. Alex, what's next? Eric and I have joined up with Collie Campany and Lily Nas to have our own little comedy group called Meekus. We've been doing stuff through the Meekus brand as well. Late last year and into this year, I'm in post-production on a piece that Collie Campany wrote, which hopefully I'll get finished soon, which I call a live-action animation. It's just a bright and fun with lots of sound effects and things like that, so we should have that out in the next month or so. And then we're all doing this Atlanta Theatre Sprint with Roll Call Theatre, their outdoor space at Pond City Market, first weekend of March. We actually won their first one in September last year, so okay. we're the reigning champions. <laughs> yeah, reigning champions. And then in pre-production, a new script called Mammals, which is M-A-M-I-L-S, which stands for Middle-Aged Men in Lycra. Um, <laughs> I'm really excited about that because I managed to somehow get Jonathan Pulowski to work with me on this because he's just an absolute gem. Alex, we're going to ask you to stick around and join us next in our audio theater. Yes. And we have a couple other actors joining us, including 
Eric Castaneda, who we were just talking about. That's right. Today's audio theater is actually both an audio theater and a writer's graveyard. What I'm sharing today is something that I wrote a long time ago. It was kind of a long sketch short play that's evolved. It was called Bear, B-A-R-E. And we had plans to stage it last summer, but the world fell apart, so that didn't happen. Last week, I dug it up out of the grave, and I've contacted the actors I had in mind when I wrote it, and everybody's agreed to perform it. Thank you guys for being here. Joining us today are actors Eric Castaneda, Danny Anon, and of course Alex Parkinson. They're joining Abigail and Alexandria. The Funniest People I Know Theater presents Bear. Well, that was great, Mrs. Daniels. Anyway, I should probably get going. I've got class in the morning. I simply love this moment, don't you? Afterglow, they call it. God, I want a cigarette. I know, I know. Total cliché, but it would be so perfect right now. Remember when it was cool to smoke? No, I was born in the 90s. My husband and I always shared a smoke after we'd... Well, you know. Sorry, it's inappropriate to mention my late husband, isn't it? It's a little weird. He was my first, my Nicholas. Died seven months ago today, hit by an ambulance. Very tragic. You're the first man to come over since. Who could that be at this hour? Lena! Lena! Anthony? Let me in! Nobody's home. Come on, Lena, we need to talk. Oh, the door's unlocked. He's coming. Hide! You said your husband was dead. He is. I'll go. No, I'm afraid to be alone with him. Is he dangerous? Here, under the bed. Hey, babe. You. Me. Goodbye. No, 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 wait, wait. I need to see you. I haven't seen you in months. I've been busy burying my husband. Of course. My condolences. Huh. Too little, too late. Look what I found. Why do you have a gun? Why do you have a gun? I'm a Republican. I'm leaving. Like that? I can't find my pants. Oh, gosh, where'd they go? Ah, here they are. I threw them over there when you... Well, you remember. Lena! Yeah, I really should go. Get in the closet. Babe! Brute! How dare you break into a lady's bedroom? Hey, easy, easy. Let me take that gun before you hurt me. What are you doing here? Babe, I'm back. Your Tony's back. I know we took a break after your husband croaked and my ticker quit ticking, but Doc says I'm good to go now, so let's go. Let's not. Now we don't have to sneak around anymore, because... You aren't married. I wonder what your wife would think. I wasn't planning on telling her. I don't sleep with married men. You used to. 
It was different when I was married. Now I would be the other woman. Ugh, it feels sinful, like adultery. Adultery makes it sound so hot. You disgust me. Out. Well, he's charming. He's an ass. Lena, there's a naked man in here. Hi, Lucas, the gardener. Lucas and I are having an affair. How can you betray me? I wouldn't call it an affair. <laughs> I'm betraying you. Your wife would find that ironic. That's not what ironic means. That is precisely what it means. Your husband just died. Seven months ago, Father Leahy said the penance was a month of mourning for each year of marriage. Did Father Leahy also tell you to have an affair with a gardener? Seriously, not an affair. What about what we had? What did we have, Anthony? An affair. We ended it. You ended it. Yes. Why? Because one time I had a heart attack while inside you. Whoa! This is none of my business. They happened on the same day. Anthony and his heart, then Nicholas and his ambulance. The same day? The very same. Father Leahy said it was an omen. You know, Father Leahy's a drunk who frequents low-rent whorehouses. So you traded up from this frail old man for some hot young stud? It would seem so. I thought we were exclusive. We were married. I wasn't with anyone else, not even my wife. Were you? That's not the point. That's precisely the point. I've really got to go. I can forgive this whole ugly incident if he leaves now. Face it, Lucas and I are lovers. More like acquaintances with benefits. Look, he doesn't even care. You're swooning like a schoolgirl, and he's just dipping his wick. Ah!、Oh, screw you. Apparently not. Get out of my house. It's locked. Sometimes you have to jiggle it. Then I'm jiggling. And pull the door in. I know how to open a goddamn door. Oh, stand back. There, it's open. I'm gonna have another heart attack. You'd need a heart first. Ironic coming from a Republican. Is that ironic?、Yes. No. I should go. <laughs> Anthony should go. First, admit that you love me. I could never love a married man. What about your husband? You heard me. I'll leave my wife. Don't. We can be together. Until when? You're a cheater. So are you. That doesn't improve our odds. I need you, Lena. My heart hasn't healed in these months without you. Eat less bacon. Goodbye, Anthony. I'm not leaving. I am. Say you'll have me back. Never. I need my pants. Shut up. Be with me. I can't. Why not? You're married. I'll get a divorce. You won't. I will. You shouldn't. I should. She'll be alone. She'll be okay. No. I can't be the cause of another woman's loneliness. She doesn't love me. Neither do I. Uh, yes, you do. What did you two rehearse this? You love me, Lena. Time to go. Yes. yes. Okay, now go home and tell your wife it's over. Tomorrow. Tonight. I'll call her. You'll call her. Text. Father Leahy. We're gonna stop there.
to find out what happens to Lena and Anthony, join us next week for the exciting conclusion of Bear. Ooh. Oh, I see what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm excited. Yeah, great job, you guys. Thank you. That's really fun, really fun Joe. Yeah. That's so stupid. I love it. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you all doing that. This has been another episode of The Funniest People I Know. Thank you so much to our guest, Alex Parkinson. Thank you. Where can people watch your films? If you want to search for me and find me that way, go for it. Alex Parkinson is my YouTube page. However, if you just want to watch the stuff, it might be easier to go to www.parkyfilms.com. That's P-A-R-K-Y-F-I-L-M-S.com. And we'll link to all that in the show notes. Great. Thank you. Thanks, Alex. Super great to have you on. Great to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, man. (laughs) Always a pleasure. I got to tell you. (laughs) Thanks also to our great actors, Danny Anone and Eric Castaneda. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks. Thanks for having us. Happy to be here. We record for the Georgia Radio Reading Service. Thank you to producer Jane Boynton, who edits the show. If you enjoy the show, please review, like, subscribe, share with a friend. We're available on every service, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, and Pandora. You can email us at funniestpeopleiknow at gmail.com or find us on Facebook and Instagram at funniestpeopleiknow. Have a hilarious week. Bye.